eliminate or re- you can become timeshare free call 800-462-3333 that's 800-462-3333 once again 800-462-3333 you can't handle the truth it's about to go off Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, why do that? Now, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Thursday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for The McFarlane Show here on Nashville Sports Radio. We are The McFarlane's, just to clarify. Darren and Justin here with you. Damon Keen is alongside. You can watch the show. It is a radio show, but yes. it also is a visual. You can watch it on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Got another loaded show for you. Yesterday was a lot of fun. Yeah. By the way, Bobby Wilder joined us, mm-hmm. new Tennessee Tech football coach. He brought up Watson Brown Yes. in the interview. Yes. And this morning, Watson Brown made an appearance with Greg and John, and the clip was played for ah. him and Watson had no idea. And so it made for some, some good radio. <laughs> Cause remember he did say I'm up to get him out on the golf course to take his money. Yes, he did. So we had, uh, so that was, that was fun. So, um, we're going to try again, by the way, we didn't get Clint hurdle on yesterday. We're going to try again today for three o'clock winter meetings wrapping up, uh, over at Opryland hotel or has wrapped up and boy went out on a bang, huh? A flurry of activity. Uh, this afternoon, right? Well, the biggest <laughs> one is off. You know, the big one is, uh, and everybody, you know, that's been it's been highly speculated uh, and suspected that Juan Soto was going to get moved yes. from San Diego. Clearly, the Padres were going for it last year, and they flopped big time. And so, Juan Soto is now a New York Yankee. Well, the Yankees doing what the Yankees have uh, have continued to do for so many years now. Uh, and we'll see if it works this time. Uh, it has not worked in a very long time. Uh, and that is, you know, trying to sign the biggest free agent possible and bring them in and hoping that they will lead them to greatness. And uh, it, it just hasn't it, it hasn't come together. They've been trying to buy chemistry, and it hasn't come together. Yankees, Mets, Padres, three highest payrolls in baseball last year. No playoffs. Nothing to show for it. No playoffs. Either one. None of them. No playoffs. But it's what, you know... It's what their fan base, I guess, to make. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough to fully understand. I know the Yankee fans expect to win. I know the fan base expects to win. But is this the right way to do it? Well, clearly not. Because, you know, it hasn't been working for the last couple of decades. And they've paid untold millions of dollars uh, to all kinds of people to just end up empty in the end. Mm-hmm. So it's fine as long as you're winning the things. But they haven't been winning the things in a really long time. Yeah. He's a special player there. Player sure. There. There's no doubt about it. He's good. He's really good. So we'll see. Uh, and still very I don't know his exact age, but he, he's still very uh, 25. Young. He's been at it for, he started at a very, very young age. So yeah. 
won a World Series with the Nationals. Yes, he did. So, um, so yeah, Juan Soto being moved from the Padres to the Yankees. There's a bunch of players involved, some prospects the, the Yankees or the, the Padres get in return. Um, Yankees also get an, an everyday player as well, along with Soto. So, pretty yes. big trade. Seven-player deal. Yeah, Seven-player deal, to be exact. So, all that taking place here in our fine city. Mm. We're going to have Steve Lehman on in less than 10 minutes. We're going to go over a lot of things with him from News Channel 5. And one of the things is he was doing the Belmont-Lipscomb game last night. And what a finish that was at the Curb Event Center. The Curb Event Center. Belmont uh, with the one-point win on the Battle of the Boulevard. Mm, I'm surprised there wasn't a little bit more build-up to it this year. Uh, normally, we do a little something about that, but okay. Um, I was I was unaware the game was last night. I really was. Normally, there's I feel like there's more lead-up to it for some reason. I don't know why it flew under the radar for me this year. Um, but okay, so Belmont with the win uh, down the stretch there. Uh, Belmont's been getting the better of this, haven't they, for the last little bit? Yeah. You know... It, and Lipscomb clearly is, you know, Belmont's clearly the better program overall uh, over the last few years. But Lipscomb does get them every now and again. But feels like Belmont's been rather dominant, I, it, the way it feels anyway, over the last few games, in the last few years. So we'll get into a lot of things with Steve Lehman here coming up soon. And the other basketball game was at Memorial Gym. We, we talked about this yesterday, San Francisco. San Francisco. The Dons came into town to play the Doors. The Dons. And the Dons were favored, and the Dons won easily. Mm. They were up, what, 43 to 29, I think, at the half. Mm. And they just, just coasted to victory. I think Vandy did get within four in the second half, but San Francisco, every time... I was watching. It was they were up double digits? I, I I don't know what's going on. I know you can say it's still early? Question mark. Early ish. Early ish. That's a good way of putting it. But man, if you're gonna keep trying to dig up, you know, they dug themselves a huge hole last year and went crazy in conference play down the stretch, and it mm -hmm. still wasn't good enough to get in the tournament. Well, guess what? They're digging same hole. And they didn't well, get out of it last year, and I don't know, Justin. They, it just they, doesn't they, seem like this team is going to get out of it either. They seem to have the same problem, and that is they can't score points. Wasn't that the problem last year? They couldn't. They didn't have any dominant scorers on their team. Couldn't put the ball in the bucket. Um, outside well, of Lawrence, occasionally, well, but Lawrence, it, Lawrence was, looks like he was getting benched last night. Can but, I add in too? That, Wait a minute. Uh, you want to say something negative about Vanderbilt. No, Is that I, right? I, I'm going to say this about Jerry Stackhouse. Okay. I was looking at the game, and he looked like he was like in amazement. Like, what are we doing? His face expressions was not like, you know, before when he looked so serious. He looked like he was like, this is something that's going on. Well, that's confused. something that's going on as you do wonder, you know, if there's a disconnect right now. Because... If you listen to Stackhouse's comments after the game about his look, Lawrence is his best player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Manion I know is a good player. They got good, play, but Lawrence, no, Lawrence is the best. Player Lawrence is the best player on that team. And twenty three minutes last he didn't night, play, five points. Right, he didn't play a lot, and it's pretty clear that he was being benched. And so there's a 
disconnect right now with, but you know, there were brush ups last year, if you remember. There were. And they came out, you know, and that's actually when they started their winning streak, right? Yeah. So maybe this works, but I don't know. This this Vanderbilt team right now, they have Justin, they're not only losing, but in a lot of these losses, they're just they're really not even competitive. I mean, these games are at home. I mean, Boston College we talked about last week. They they led wire to wire. San Francisco leading wire to wire for the most part. Yeah. Right? I mean, they they jump out to a lead and they don't look back and that's just on Vanderbilt like especially at home. Yeah. It's it's and not these, these are not the Kansases of the world, right? These this is not top 5 teams. This is not Marquette. This is Boston College and San Francisco, which may be good teams, but I mean they they had come into those games with two lot, you know, a couple losses already. It's not like they were world beaters, so I I don't know. So, I don't know where this is going. This this is just, you know, some quick stats and I know I'm kind of reading over the box score box score here. Vanderbilt only 43% from the field last night. San Francisco 51%. Vanderbilt's the home team now. They're like they've been in the gym a few times. Uh, 43% from the field. San Francisco, uh, 88% from the line, only nine free throws. Vanderbilt, 33%, three of nine from the free throw line. Now, I know nine is not a lot of free throws, and I know it's only six points, but that's not a good sign if you're 33% from the free throw line. Vanderbilt, two players in double figures. Their leading scorer with 15 I mean, you're you're just you got two scores in double in double figures, and the leading scorer is 15. But again, Darren, they had problems scoring last year. Mm-hmm. They ran into these pockets where they couldn't bust, you know, 60 points again. They got 60 last night, but you know, they were scoring in the 50s quite a bit last year, from what I recall. In the middle of this, I mean, it's I I don't know. And, and there were times where people complained that the offense looked lost last year. So, I mean, I I don't know. A hearty congrats to Rick Enzel. How about that? Mm. We talked about it yesterday on the show. MTSU and the Lady Vols playing in Huntsville, Alabama the last Pro night. The Arena. Uh, the Lady Blue Raiders won by double digits. Nice. MTSU with their first ever victory. First ever in program history mm-hmm. over the Lady Vols. Beating them by, I think, 11 last night. In Huntsville. Vince seemed to indicate that the Lady Vols were really banged up and were missing several of their key players here, which is why they've struggled as much I as they I think they're have. under five hundred now. It, well, it's not it's not good. They've they've lost three in a row now. If they've you know lost last night, that's three games in a row, which you know, I know we're still part of part of the memory of Middle Tennessee still lives in the Pat Summit days, which I know are long gone. And I understand that. But there's still some hangover that is that sets a certain expectation for the program. That it's hard to see them like this. It's unusual. It still feels strange to me well, to see them this way. To be honest, since Pat's been gone, I mean, it's kind of what it's been. I mean, really, yeah. it hasn't been. I mean, look, the they, reality is you're, they weren't this bad, Darren. I mean, they, they uh, had uh, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. right away, not not immediately. They weren't. Oh um, um, yeah, they yes, were pretty they, bad. They were bad. Yeah, no, I have bad. to admit that. <laughs> no, they're bad. They I, are I missing Rakia Jackson, which is their number one scorer. And Tamara is, you know, she had the blood clot, so she's not playing. So, But they were terrible. People are calling for her being fired last night. 
Who Kelly Harper? Yes. Yeah. It was. It, it was all on Facebook. I should say. What is that? The real. The but reality they can't keep is firing folks. Though I mean, well, that's not. No, and they've right. This is. She isn't the first. First person. She didn't replace Pat Summit. So no. That this thing. I'm just telling you. It, it's in a. It's an impossible. I've always said you don't want to be with a person to replace the dude, right? Yeah. The guy in this case, the woman. She was it. Okay that. That is a hefty shoe to fill. And look, they may never, and they probably won't ever look like the Lady Vols that we remember, right? Yeah. The three of us. Yeah. In their heyday, that the decades of what, 20 years of being a dominant sure. women's basketball program. Historically dominant at that. Dominant. And yeah, see, they, were, they had Holly Warlick, and she was terrible for. Right after Pat Summit. So we go from there to this. She's not recruiting. She's got all her players. She got one good transfer from Belmont, that young girl that's playing real good. But other than that, man, it's like, what are they doing? Turning over the ball? I mean, it was terrible, man. So congratulations to MTSU. What a win for them in Huntsville last night over the Lady Vols. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. We'll get into all things local with him. We'll do that next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing it's starleasing.com to learn more. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code lift Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. 
In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Oh, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. Thank you, big boys, guys. 615-844-5600. That is our phone line. Nate tweets at us. Hey, Nate. I don't know if we're even supposed to say tweets at us anymore. I don't know. What do you, you X at us? You can what do you post. Do? You can it's post a, at us. post, yeah, but sure. whatever. Uh, Nate says, if we have to clarify that Justin and Darren are the McFarlands on the McFarland show, we have an education system problem on Nashville Sports Radio. A lot of truth to that, Nate. Okay. Well. Could be just host error. Maybe just being redundant. True. Emphasis. Or an emphasis, yeah. There you go. Just follow it with an exclamation point. Yeah, just making sure you understand. <laughs> Let's bring in Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. Saw him down in the borough yesterday before the Derek Mason presser. Steve, how we doing? Doing great. Darren, Justin, how are we? So that interview will air Sunday night. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, correct. Sunday night, Sunday Sports Central on News Channel 5. From the Ville to the borough, huh? That's right. I... I I like the hire. Look, I'm a little bit biased because I personally like Derek Mason, so I'm excited for him. But for the people, and I don't know how many of them are out there, but I've certainly seen some on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it now that have said, he didn't win at Vanderbilt. Look at that record. What's he going to do? We got those calls yesterday, Steve. Yep. Um, I guess I have two things to say is, number one, no one has won at Vanderbilt. Only James Franklin has a winning record at Vanderbilt since World War II. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can properly judge how good a football coach is by his record as the head coach at one of the toughest Power 5 jobs in the entire country. That's number one. But number two, one of the key things Middle Tennessee talked about when they made the decision to move on from Rick Stockstill was we need to find a football coach that has some personality that re-engages the fan base and turns heads around the country because of who the hire is. Now, I think there's a lot of that to this hire because everyone around Middle Tennessee knows who Derek Mason is and knows his track record. Apparently some aren't thrilled with the track record, but everybody has that name recognition of the guy they hired, and that includes all of college football, too. I think there's more people paying attention in California and Chicago and the Northeast and Florida today about Middle Tennessee's football hire because it's Derek Mason, a former Power 5 coach who's been a great defensive coordinator at multiple stops around the country, 
than if they would have hired the up-and-coming assistant from someplace else. So in that regard, I think they've found a guy that fits their culture and accomplishes what they want to. Now, will he win? Will he win big? Will he win championships? That remains to be seen. But if the goal was to turn heads around the country, I think they accomplished that with Derek Mason. Agreed. Right? We were there. I I, I said that yesterday on the show. I said I don't want this to come off poorly, but, you know, had several – MTSU fans come to me, hey, what do you think of the hire? And I said, you know, this is going to come off poorly, but I'm here. Okay? And and if you hired the up-and-coming coach from Louisiana Monroe, I'm probably not there, if I'm just being totally honest. Yep. Um, that You know, so it got my attention, and, and I like the hire. So we'll just see how it all plays out. Uh, how about the 150th meeting of the Battle of the Boulevard, Lipscomb and Belmont last night? It lived up to the billing, right? Uh, Jacoby Gillespie. With a three-pointer with, what, five, six seconds left uh, to give Belmont the one-point victory? Yeah, 6.2 to go off a baseline out of bounds, and it's a play that Rick Bird ran countless numbers of times in the Battle of the Boulevard and other big games throughout his career. And Casey Alexander certainly included it in his repertoire of baseline out-of-bounds plays as well as a coach. And it came at a perfect time because as great as Belmont has been the last few weeks and frankly over their entire course of the existence of the basketball program on the offensive end they were awful in the second half offensively last night built a huge lead in the first half led by 18 in the second half with about 12 minutes or so to go and just slowly bled to death down the stretch until they gave up the lead with 18 seconds left did not have a field goal in the final nine minutes of the game until that Jacoby Gillespie Mm. three-point play with 6.2 to go and really, it's fitting because you're right, Darren. That game always seems to do something magical and live up to the hype. And for the 150th edition, it could have come down any other way, right? It had to come down to the final seconds, a big comeback, and really one last shot that didn't go for Lipscomb. Now the Bruins have uh, won 18 of the last 21 in that series. So I, I just need to ask you this real quick before we switch gears. We just talked about the first segment, Vanderbilt. Last night, they were underdogs at home to San Francisco, and the Dons came in and just took care of business. Really, were in control the entire game, up double digits, pretty much most of the game. Uh, this there, there looks like a there's a yet again another disconnect with the head coach and the players. I just want to ask you, just because you're around the Belmont basketball team program and, and calling their games, Malik Diaz, is that how you say Diaz? How do you, how do you say yeah, Malik, Malik Diaz? Yeah, is fit in quite nicely and has been quite a contributor this year for Belmont, and it just makes you scratch your head, going, "What? You know what? What? Why Jerry Stackhouse couldn't? And I know he transferred, but I mean, you do wonder, like, why did he get out of Vanderbilt, and 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 now he looks like a not only a a person at Belmont, a, a real contributor, somebody who's going to help them win basketball games this season." Well, Darren, he's not the only one either. They had a mass exodus at the end of last season, and I think that's the big concern. And if you were a Vanderbilt homer, I guess, or or a Jerry Stackhouse guy tried and true, you would have said at the time, well, that's just kind of the nature of college basketball. You're going to lose multiple guys per year, and you're going to go to the portal, and you're going to bring in multiple guys per year. And some coaches have had some success doing that, of reshaping their roster just about every year to try to put a competitive team on the floor. And so I listened to that at the time and said, okay, maybe that's possible. I think Jerry Stackhouse has made his teams better every year as they go. So if he brings in a new 
roster next year, I think he's got a shot to do that. The problem, though, is whatever happens the rest of the season, this is now a serious trend where they're just not ready in November in the early part of the season, and they suffer multiple catastrophic losses Mm. that basically bury them, that even if he coaches them up and they play really good basketball at the end of the season, I think you can make an argument they were an NCAA tournament caliber team each of the last two seasons in March. The problem was, I'm not sure they were a Division I team in November, and they buried themselves so much they couldn't get to the ultimate goal, and this year looks to be the exact same thing. They're finally whole in terms of the pieces that they're going to have this season, and they're still losing at home to San Francisco. They're still losing basketball games, and so I just don't see how they get out of it this year, and then that's another season where you fail to get to the NCAA tournament. And so I think you have to ask some serious questions. Yeah, I agree. So let's switch gears to the Titans. What? How did I phrase it to you yesterday, Justin? Or was it yesterday or the other day? Uh, I was like, look, I'm just being totally honest with you and the audience. Like, I I don't really want to sit here and break down the, the Titans and the Dolphins because, quite honestly, I think there's a real shot. If they're not careful, it, it's going to get it's going to be ugly. But well, how did I phrase just you you asked the question where are we going? Okay. And whether you know like how bad does this get before it gets better? Okay. And that that's where I want to go with you, Steve. Like I I've said this team for weeks. I said this looks like probably I said it 3 weeks ago. I was like this team looks like a 5 and 12 team. That's probably what they're and that's probably what they're going to be. And I said that's that's not what I'm asking. How I'm phrasing it is how far, how long is this patch going to last? And when do they come out of this this patch, in your opinion? This this bad patch where right now, what are they, 4 and 16 in their last 20? Uh, I think it's 4 and 15. In 4 their and last 15. 20. Okay. Because if, if they lose out the rest of the season, so if they finish at 4 and 13, I guess that yes. would be, mm-hmm. if they lose out the rest of the way, add five more on, they'd be 4 and 20 in the last 24 games. And if you remember back to the firing of Ken Wisenhunt, he was 3-20 in mm-hmm. his first 23 games, and that's when Amy Adams struck made the decision to go. So that is not the parallel track that Mike Vrabel wants to be on. Now, granted, he has a whole track record behind that here in Tennessee with a ton of wins and division titles and a run to the AFC Championship game. And so that's a very different situation than Wisenhunt. But still... When you lose that many games in that period of time in the NFL, I don't care who you are, there's going to be people calling for your job. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that has been really evident to me in the last few weeks. I still think, to answer your question, that the thought process over there is it's probably not changing this year. We're going to see what we have in Will Levis. We're going to see who on this team we can build to the future with. And we understand we've got 90-plus million dollars and eight draft picks this offseason to radically change what our roster looks like going into next year. And that's when it changes. That said, when you lose as much as they have been losing, and especially when you have catastrophic meltdowns like they had in the second half on Sunday against the Colts, in the special teams, where legitimately the punter was lost for the season because of their failure to block on a punt. That's the type of thing that I think could change perception within the building very quickly and perhaps make an owner say, ooh, 
this isn't just bad like we're not totally there with our talent right now. This is bad like they don't look prepared and not ready to compete in the way I expect them to compete even now for the rest of the season. And so I've said this a lot. I still think Vrabel is safe through this season, and really the hot seat sort of begins next year if they don't come out of the gate looking like a very different team. That said, his seat right now is as warm as it's ever been, and displays like Sunday are part of the reason why. You know I asked you, Steve, about his staff last week, and I, I... I've been questioning his staff, and I hate doing that because, one, I'm not around them every day. He knows them better than me, but it's just from from an outsider looking in, he can do better with his staff. I, I think it's been a real – that has been one of his real weaknesses. I don't think he puts together a very challenging staff. It feels like uh, a lot of people that just kind of are going to do things his way, and I think he needs to be challenged more with his staff. That's just my opinion, and then boom – this happens. Now, a lot of people are asking the question of, you know, was he forced? And I said it, Justin knows on these airwaves, like I hope Amy Adams shrunk or whoever has the ultimate power over there forces him this offseason. I've been saying this for weeks to, to, to mix up his staff and, and really go out there and, and bring in some people with some real skins on the wall, people that can change things on his staff because I just I don't think it's a very good staff again that's just my opinion but people are wondering what did you make of the way that press conference ended the other day is that because he didn't want to answer the question or is it because of who was asking the question Uh, what do you what did you make of that in your opinion we're talking about my question to start yesterday about how often he talks to Amy and what the message has been and then what followed after that? Are we talking about Monday with the press conference with Ackerman? I think it was Monday, not not your question. It was Monday from Paul. Remember, and it got really weird. Wasn't that at the very end? I don't know. There's so many weird. I know. With I know. Paul asking questions at this point. <laughs> I, it was yes. It was yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Okay, yesterday. I, I think it was the follow up to Mike. It was because I, I asked. I asked how often he speaks to Amy throughout yes. the season okay. and mm-hmm. what her message has been to him and the team during this time. And he basically said she's been supportive, as you would expect. That continues. We're all in constant con- communication. It's not like a set schedule. But we talk through just about everything we're doing and what it's going, and everyone in this building, Ran, Amy, myself, everyone, is frustrated, and we're all working our hardest to try to change how it's going. But when I followed up and said, okay, you say she's supportive. Do you still believe that you have her full belief in the way this is going? He said, I'm going to answer that the way I always have, that I'm just trying to get the football team prepared to go. And then that's when Paul jumped in and started asking, well, when, when have you talked to her? Did you talk okay. to her before Ackerman? And then that's essentially when the press conference ended. He didn't want to go anywhere near that. Mm-hmm. So my thought is, Craig Ackerman was not losing his job Monday until what happened in the second half on Sunday. That made it obvious that that was a total breakdown in preparation and coaching, and somebody had to lose their job for that. And so Craig Ackerman, whether it ultimately was his play, I mean, the, the second one, just so you know, Colton Dow, who's a rookie who never played special teams in his life before being active like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, 
he has to follow that guy in when he starts sprinting down the line of scrimmage. That guy is his responsibility. He's the gunner on the play, but if that guy breaks for the punter, Colton Dow has to come in and follow him. Now, my guess is that had been told to him sometime, and he didn't do it. And so that's a rookie who's totally inexperienced, who, who blows the play that that happens to. But that said, whose responsibility ultimately is having him ready? It's Aukerman. And so Aukerman is the guy who loses his job on that play and in that moment on Monday. I imagine there will be more moves in the offseason. You can't have a season where you win four or five games coming off a season where you won seven and you don't have some changes. Things will have to change within that building. The question is just how pervasive will they be? I understand your point, Darren. I know a lot of people think his staff has to be better. I just know that there's a lot of coaches around the league that hire their guys, guys they're familiar with, guys they're friends with, guys they have the same philosophies with. That's how most coaches do it. So I don't think Rabel's any different there. I think Tim Kelly's actually been pretty good given what he's been dealt with this year in terms of his personnel offensively. The Shane Bowen one, I think, is the real question because he's had some really good defenses the last couple of years, but his best defenses came when Jim Schwartz was in the building. So how much did Jim Schwartz have the influence on the Titans' best defenses First, guys just aren't performing right now in the same way? I think that's the question you'll have to ask on the defensive side of the ball. But I have no doubt that Shane Ackerman is not the last move on this Titans coaching staff as we head to the offseason. The question is just how many will there be? Steve, wanted to get your reaction to a part of the press conference that happened today involving the Titans' new uh, special teams coach, uh, Tom Quinn. Of course, uh, and Darren has not heard this. Uh, I'm not sure if you were in the room or not uh, during the, the presser today with the special teams coach. Uh, but he was asked, of course, uh, by our good friend Paul, uh, about the backup holder. Of course, the Titans missed a extra point uh, during the game on Sunday that possibly could have won them the game. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was doing the holding, of course, because Stonehouse was hurt. Now, I asked Darren, and Darren, you and I have had this discussion uh, on Monday. How often do you think that the uh, holder, the backup holder, practices that? And we speculated you know what? What what do we say? What do you recall? What we said about how often we thought that would happen? About how often they practiced? I think we were probably making light of it more than anything, right? Yeah, now, because it was very clear the answer is not not, not very much. Not very much. <laughs> I, I think you might be surprised about how little it actually was. Here it is now. At right now. For emergency situation work like Tannehill working as a holder. Well, we try and do that, you know, once a week, once every couple weeks. And sometimes it changes based on what the roster is, you know, who your backup snapper is, backup returners, and all that. Why, so you. Sorry, why, why would once every couple weeks be sufficient when something could be so important like Tannehill's holder? Well, it's some, you know, snapping, we snap every day with the emergency snapper. Sometimes with the holder, we get them once a week. We just try and mix it in. Nick has so many kicks, has so many kicks in his leg. So again, we try and protect him with that. So it's not like he can just kick, you know, another four or five, six balls. So they practice it once a week, maybe maybe once every couple of weeks. They they grab the they grab the guy and do the the backup hold thing. Um, and of course, they do it to try to save. Nick Folk. Now, me personally, Steve, and, and thank you for holding on through that. 
I would have thought they did it a little bit more often than that. This is probably something that goes on across the league. It's probably not just them. I've never paid attention at all to this kind of a thing. But did that answer surprise you at all? Did you think it may happen a little bit more than that? No, not really. You didn't? Okay. I mean, here's the deal. Like, you only have so much time on the field. You only have so many reps that you just – and I don't – take a big deal about the Nick Folk kicking thing. I, I'm sure he can't kick that many more balls. I, I get that. But you could at least snap it and hold it if that helps. So uh, you could do more, I guess. But the thing is, that backup quarterback has to be ready for the game plan. He's got to be ready to go in and, and, and play immediately in the game as a backup quarterback. And you just you, you can't be in two places at once. And there's only so many hours in the day that you can be on the field that's kind of why it's an emergency holder, you know? They, they don't actually have a holder, I think, on the depth chart as the second one. It, it's truly an emergency type of situation. And unfortunately, a bit him on Sunday. I think the real fault, I kind of laugh at Paul's. He's basically treating it like they should have been overly prepared for this and that they, they should know that, like, at some point you're going to need your backup holder because your punter is going to have his leg broken in the game. <laughs> I, I just, you know, like... I don't think that's a reasonable thing. You know, you, you've got to have guys that you trust can step in and do it and that it's going to go off without a hitch. I think if you want to criticize them, and even Nick Folk said this after the game, he said he was so worried about punting when Stonehouse went out because he hadn't done it in so long. He didn't do probably as good of a job as he needed to to get with Tannehill before the first kick about the, the hold exactly. And he said after he missed the first one, they did spend a little time on it, and the second one felt much better, and he drilled it. It was right down the middle from 46 yards in overtime. So I think if there's any criticism, it's that they didn't react to the moment well when it actually happened, and they didn't kind of do the crash course right up ahead of what was such a critical extra point. But the idea that that extra point was missed because Ryan Tannehill wasn't taking multiple hold snaps a week in October or September to lead up to this, that to me is a laughable point and probably the least consequential thing we could talk about of the many issues within the Titans organization right now. No doubt about it, uh, and including we could go do this whole hour easily, right? So we do have to leave it at that. Thank you for your time as always. Don't forget tonight, Thursday night football, first team to double digits wins. You can go on and take that to the bank. And I'm not sure you can – I'm not even sure somebody's going to get to 10. So maybe actually nine, maybe the magic number, or seven. Or maybe it's three, three-nothing. That could happen. So you're saying take the under, I guess. I'm, it's, I, I saw it this morning. Uh, I think it's the lowest under total in like 30 years in the NFL. And that doesn't surprise anyone, right? Not this reporter, that's for sure. (laughs) Steve, thank you as always. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk soon. You bet, guys. See ya. Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. Don't forget he did get a one-on-one with Derek Mason, new MTSU football coach that will air Sunday night in their uh, 30-minute sports show. Very nice. Which is always well done. All right, we'll take a break. We're wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600, 844-5600 is how you get in touch with us as you listen to The McFarland Show.
Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Range Finders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast for this afternoon. Partly sunny skies are high 48, mainly clear tonight, low 30. Sunshine Thursday, high 58. Friday, sunny skies with a high of 62. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Yeah, that is true. You can also watch the show every day, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. The phone number is 
5600. We are live in the Strike Spare Family Fun Center studio here on this Thursday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day. Darren and Justin here with you. And uh, let's see. Let's go to the phones. We've got a lot of people want to talk. And let's start with Eric. We were a little concerned yesterday. We did our NFL Top 10. And uh, we were concerned. Nothing from Eric. And we, uh, But I'm glad you called in today. I hope everything was okay yesterday. Not oh, sure yeah, why we didn't fine. hear from you. Okay. Yeah, well, guys, you had a guest on, and then I figured there was probably enough time for me to call in to do my top ten, so I figured, well, I'll hold it over till tomorrow because okay. you had a guest on yesterday. So, and first of all, tonight's game, I think the point spread over and under is like 30 and a half. I don't know if that's the longest 30 years, or that's the lowest point total ever, but I'd be surprised if, yeah, if they do both get over that. And the Steelers are favored by like six and a half, but we'll see. Uh, guys, here's my top ten. At number ten, I've got the Houston Texans. At number nine, I got the Indianapolis Colts. They got to be in there since they've won four in a row on the roll. Number eight, I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars. But here's the interesting thing about Jack, Jacksonville. If Trevor Lawrence's ankle is as bad as it is, guys, they're in trouble because the next two weeks they play Cleveland Browns this Sunday, and then the following Sunday they play Baltimore. So <laughs> it could be some serious problems for them if he's not totally 100% healthy. At number seven, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. At number six, I got the Detroit Lions. At number five, I've got the Dallas Cowboys. And here's the thing about Dallas. Even if they beat Philadelphia, I still don't think they're going to win the division, guys, because after they play uh, Philadelphia, they have to go to Buffalo. they got to go to Miami. They host the Detroit Lions, and I actually believe that that's a Sunday, I mean, a Saturday night game, because Monday night's New Year's. I don't think Dallas is going to be mm-hmm. playing on New Year's. I believe that's a Saturday night game. And then they close out the year uh, at Washington. Uh, number four, I've got the Miami Dolphins. At number three, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. Now, here's where I hemmed and hauled over this, but I did it. At number two, I got the Philadelphia Eagles, and I got the number one team, the San Francisco 49ers. I normally don't put a team that has uh, more losses uh, in, in, uh, in front than a team that has less losses. If it had been a close loss, I might have kept Philadelphia number one. But the way San Francisco beat them, I had to put them at number one. Six straight touchdowns, and I believe when healthy, guys, even though the Eagles are probably the more talented team, I think San Francisco is better at keep certain key positions. But here's why I think also Philadelphia still is probably going to win the East and probably wind up winning the overall number one seed. After they have to go to Seattle a week from Monday night, and then, of course, Dallas is Sunday night, they've got the Giants twice in Arizona. They're going to be heavily favored in all three of those games. and They could line us out there. We could probably beat those teams. (laughs) I think I'm just surprised that you only dropped Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia hosted that game and got their brains beat in, and you only dropped them one spot. Yeah, yeah. Because if I was going to do more than that, I would have probably dropped them even further behind Baltimore, Miami, Dallas, and Detroit. So, but I, I still got them number two. I, I, I think they'll bounce back and play better. But if they lose again, they'll, they'll probably drop further this time. Because it would not surprise me if Dallas wins. Because Dallas has the same advantage that San Francisco had the week before San Francisco had 10 days off. Now Dallas has had 10 days off before they played the Eagles Sunday night. And uh, you probably heard uh, the uh, Eagles fans uh, had signs up selling them, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. But uh, I don't know if that's going to work or not. Uh, the thing is, is that usually the uh, Eagles get off to a fast start a lot of times with their passing game, and then Jalen Hurts running up the middle. I, I think Nick Sirianni knows what he's doing, and he joked and laughed about it. He says, yeah, I saw him outside. I just basically gave him coffee, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which, I, which I thought was funny, guys. But, yeah, guys, that's my top ten. Y'all take care, and we'll talk to you. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Justin had Philly three. I had him four. Mm. 
Eric had them too. There you go. Yeah, I just I can't. You get housed at home, like you gotta. If if it, again, as I said on yesterday, if it was in San Fran, no, I, got I wouldn't have punished him as much. Makes sense. But at home, you got to get punished a Makes little sense. bit more. You know, just saying. Uh, let's go to Kenny the mailman. Kenny, what's Kenny. up? Kenny. Greetings to you and yours. How are y'all? Doing Fantastic. great, Kenny. Fantastic. How are you? Excellent. Justin McFarland. Yes, sir. We were watching, the sound was off, but it was a Channel 17 commercial the other night. Yes, and sir. I promise you, my wife thought Wayne Brady had walked onto the set. To make Wayne a Brady. Tell you you what. have done an amazing job. How much weight have you lost? It's, uh, it's in the 90s at this point. Um, and tell you what, I'd be willing to take Wayne's paycheck over mine. Um, if you if you're willing to if Wayne's willing to trade um, over there at the it, Let's Make a Deal factory, it used to be a three man McFarland show, but we're just down to two. <laughs> Man, that that is amazing. Double thumbs up, just health wise. I saw. Well, yes, it feels much better. I'll give you that. Yep. Well, listen, a lot of people are talking about coaching changes this thing and that thing, and if you bring a defensive coordinator in, if you bring an offensive coordinator in, ninety nine percent of the time. These coaches are so uh, myopic and set on their ways. The coordinator runs the offenses that the head coach wants. Very few times will you see a head coach release the reins and say, look, you do what you do on your side of the ball and we'll take care of the others. I'm surprised that a lot of people don't grasp that fact. You don't come in and run any offense you want, you'll see a lot of the coaches turn their heads to the head coach, and he'll nod, and you're doing what they want. That's why a lot of the looks of these teams don't change a whole lot. Hmm. Well, then Mike Vrabel needs to find a, a coach that he can let them handle it, because if he is running the show, then it's not working. Uh, don't you think with his personality, I mean, he's Belichick. I know, it's very junior, difficult. His finger is yeah. on every yeah. single aspect down to shoelaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. no, there's no doubt. Mm. Yeah, so he, if you run it that way, you you have to take the credit and the blame. A lot mm-hmm. of people, they want to take the credit but don't want the blame. There's uh, so many of those people, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but he says, Absolutely. you know, let it start with me. So he seems to want to take the bullet for it. So, But it's been unusual to see. Yeah. And you know what? In a lot of these press conferences, he has really, really enjoyed being sarcastic and giving reporters the needle and everything. Now when it's the other side, mm-hmm. you don't see a lot no, of slack being given. No, it's been a lot, <laughs> lot different this year, mm. for yeah, sure. Listen, all of y'all have a great, Kenny, great Christmas. Hold yes. on. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we want to say on behalf of the McFarland Show, yes. uh, a hearty thank you. Yes. And uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you and your family. We really, really appreciate the books that came in. Yes, books received, um, sir. Well, so Cleveland thank you. Brown, well, by the way, speaking of the theme of the book that you sent me on the Cleveland Browns, tomorrow yep. at 3 o'clock, Leroy Horde will join us. He's doing a radio show down in Miami to talk about the Dolphins, former Browns wow. running back. Well, I tell you, I know your heart, Darren. I know where you're from. <laughs> what you but listen, the reason I do that, I have a soft spot, spot for WNSR. There's other stations in this market. You know, you might get on 20 seconds. Some stations don't even take calls anymore. If you call, you're civil to y'all. Before you know it, you have a conversation and you're friends. And that's how I consider y'all. You're appreciated more than you'll ever know. You don't know what people go through during the year. 
and you give a little respite, you know, during the year for people to just sort of have a release. And that's, that's how much I appreciate y'all. Well, thank you, Kenny. We thank consider you, Kenny. you a friend too. So thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. The legendary. That's why we say we welcome your calls and we mean it. Mm -hmm. That's we exactly do. why we, we say do. that. We'll come back, wrap up the first hour next. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. Princess Hot Chicken, the Tango Malls, has everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Princess Chicken on Dickerson Road. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Princess Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They got baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Princess Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Princess is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Fool Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Nolensville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken, AFH at gmail.com, or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com, and then click on Join Our Team, princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. Yeah. I think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. 
We're going to speak with former skipper of the Rockies and the Pirates, Clint Hurdle, coming up to begin the second hour of the program. Looking forward to that. As we mentioned, uh, the winter meetings has come and gone. Gaylord Opryland Hotel in our fine city. They usually come through here. Well, they run through here about every, what, five years? Or so. Four yeah. or five years, something yeah. like that. Yep. Big kaboom on the way out. Juan Soto dealt from the Padres to the Yankees. Switching coasts, switching pinstripes. That's correct. I mean. Switching leagues. Switching leagues. I mean, it, well, is there really such a thing anymore? Mm. That, that's something we'll ask Clint about in a few minutes if we can catch up with him. Yeah. Uh, but the popular belief is, no, there really isn't such a thing anymore. Patriots, Steelers, over, under tonight uh, is. 30 and a half. Yeah. It's been 30-plus years since we've seen an NFL total that low. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for hour number one. We'll come back. Yeah. We'll talk to Clint Hurdle to begin the second hour. We'll do that next. AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. Following the deadly Air Force crash this week off the coast of Japan, the U.S. military says it is grounding its entire fleet of Osprey aircraft. Eight U.S. airmen were killed. Preliminary investigations suggest a potential material failure caused that mishap. Pentagon Deputy Press Secretary Sabrina Singh at a briefing today on the decision. This action is being taken out of abundance of caution while the AFSOC investigation is conducted. Today marks two months since the Hamas attacks and the start of the Jewish festival Hanukkah. More than 130 Israeli hostages and Americans are still being held in Gaza. Israeli forces are targeting Hamas in southern Gaza, and there are reports of a rise in civilian casualties and fatalities. The University of Nevada Las Vegas campus closed for the rest of this week following yesterday's deadly shooting. Authorities say the gunman, Anthony Polito, was disgruntled after failing to get a job at the school. This is ABC News. A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park. Well, no walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Make an appointment and, oh, you're already on it. Hi, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Affy. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. 
WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, I need that. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour on this Thursday afternoon. Darren and Justin here with you. We can watch the show every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Our phone line, 615-844-5600. We're live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Another beautiful day. It is. Here in Music City. Although it's supposed to rain a lot this weekend. Saturday especially. Saturday especially. Yeah. We can't really complain. We haven't had much rain. We need the rain. Here. We need the rain. This has been a pretty dry year. Very. Yeah. Let's bring in our man Clint Hurdle, who joins us. The winter meetings here at the... Opry, Gaylord Opryland Hotel. Nice rotation that the Major League Baseball does about every, I don't know, about every five years. I don't know the exact. It feels like it's about every four to five years Major League Baseball comes to our fine city and conducts their winter meetings. You really don't see this in any other sport. It's pretty interesting to see everybody meet in one place in an off season, and a lot of business gets handled. You don't see that in the other leagues. Uh he was a skipper of the Rockies, skipper for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's Clint Hurdle. He's on the line with us. Clint, how are we doing? We are doing well. How are you? We're doing fantastic. Juan Soto to the Yankees, huh? That happened in Nashville? <laughs> it did. It did. As a matter of fact, it was happening last night when we were all, most of us were in congregation for the annual Scout of the Year award ceremonies where five people were honored based on geographic uh, you know, areas of their scouting, west, east, mid, um, central. And the, the trade happened, and then there were, I think, some medical reports that had to be looked at a little bit longer and a little bit more attention to detail. And then I guess probably while I was sleeping, you know, they pulled the deal <laughs> off. They pulled the trigger on the deal. I, I couldn't stay up for it. What? Um, it was that to stay up with the trade or watch Santa Claus three. I opted for Santa Claus three. <laughs> um, I like the deal. You guys like the deal? I, I mean, I, 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 we're not Yankees fans, so 
It's just uh. I just like it for baseball. I, I think it's important. It, it would be nice because everybody likes it when the Yankees lose. At least most of us do. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad loved the Yankees so much that I didn't like the Yankees at all. I was a Tigers fan. I grew up in Michigan. I listened to Ernie Harwell. Wow. Al Kaline was my guy. Good for you. So I was a fan of the Yankees getting beat. I think they've been getting beat long enough that it's time they kind of got back up off the mat and you know, George used to say it all the time, Steinbrenner. He said the best players in the world need to play in New York City, and I think they got best one of the best players in the world playing in New York City when they got Soto. Well, you dropped a lot of some legends right there. Uh, I was a, a Guardian. I've been a Guardians fan my whole life, an Indians fan, Guardians. Uh, so yeah, I can't root for the Yankees. I mean, as an American League guy, I can't. I just can't root for the Yankees. But That's fair. I understand. I, I do understand. You know, the significance of this. It it didn't work. In San Diego, I, they they went for it, and I do wonder, kind of your feelings. You you played for, you know, or you you managed two franchises that you know don't spend a ton of money. I know Colorado has spent more, but Pirates have always been on the lower end. And you see the top three payrolls this year; they didn't even get to the playoffs. In a team like Arizona, which was down, they're probably down in the tier right with like Pittsburgh and those type of teams to make the run that they did. I'm for you for some of the lower payroll teams to have some success that probably made you feel pretty good. Well, I think it, it, it bodes well for everybody's hope in the systematic way in which they do their developing of players, their roster, uh, you know, accumulation. The way the, the way they put their programs together, you don't have to have the most money to win the most games. Uh, there is something to be said for having money because when you have it your mistakes aren't as costly. You know, you can throw some more at it in different areas. You have a bigger safety net. Small market teams don't have a big safety net. Pittsburgh, we had, we had a limited safety net. Oakland has no safety net. You make a mistake, you pay for it. It can cost you for another year or two. You make a trade, you better win it. You know, you go get your number one picks. You can't miss on them. Your waiver claim guys, uh, all of that has to happen in a perfect storm. Um, but again, there's ways to win without spending the most money. You watch Cleveland got in the playoffs. You watch Tampa Bay. We got a team down here 45 minutes from my house here on Adamry Island. Gets in the playoffs every year yeah. with one of the three lowest payrolls every year. The catch is there's an asterisk. They haven't found a way to win the playoffs. Yeah. You know, Texas threw money at it. They also developed. I think the best programs running are the ones that have money to spend. They hit on the money that they spend, but they continue to find ways to develop their own players, draft and develop their own players, and they've got a load of pitching. They keep finding pitching. That's the it's a it's an arms race for now more than ever before. Clint Hurdle on the line with us, and I I'm I'm trying to get to all the stadiums, Clint, but I haven't. I've I've gone to a lot, but I, I'm not there. I've not completed the checklist. I have told people for years. Uh, that ask, you know, what's your favorite? I, I still say that PNC Park may be the most beautiful baseball park in the country. I'm sure you're probably a little bit biased. Uh, just the backdrop, just everything, the way it was set up in the city of Pittsburgh, uh, you know, it's a shame that they haven't had more success in that stadium because it's such a beautiful, beautiful ballpark. Uh, 100%. The architectural <laughs> design group that went in spent – so much time on figuring out where the sun rises, where the sun sets, you know, to keep away from shadows, 
to accentuate the skyline when sunset hits, the reflection of the sun off the buildings across the river, get the confluence of three rivers. It is, for my money, I've been to all of them. It's, it's as beautiful as any park out there. And I would argue that when it's full, it's as good as any park anywhere. You know, you get 40,000 people at the top of their lungs. We saw it in 13, 14, and 15. We made three trips to the playoffs. We had the infamous blackout game after we had not been to the playoffs in 21 years and had 20 consecutive losing seasons. That was one of the most memorable sporting events I've ever been a part of. Um, and you're right. It is, it's hard that not more people are able to get there. I've not found anybody that's been from outside the state that's asked me, hey, should I go see a Pirates game? I said, you're doing yourself a disservice if, you, if you're in Pittsburgh and don't see a Pirates baseball game just to look at the park. It's way better when it's full, but even when it's not, it's a beautiful view. Nighttime games are better than daytime games. Well said. Clint, you know here in Nashville, and look, you're, you're in the baseball circles. We're, we've, we talk about it all the time here. It has been mm-hmm. a... I feel like a, a subject matter that just it will not go away, and we don't want it to go away. But really, don't have any new news. You know, Nashville keeps getting mentioned over and over and over again as uh, you know a, fran- a new franchise for Major League Baseball. Like I said, you're in those circles. There's a group here in place, but I mean, we don't know what to believe. We've talked to the group. We know Dave Stewart is a part of the group. We've talked to him uh, in the past. We've talked to John Lohr and. The whole group. We just don't know if it really has any legs or not. What are you hearing on your end? Well, I've heard it has legs. Um, I spend time with Pat Williams all the time, the former Orlando Magic GM. Pat's still trying to resurrect baseball in Orlando, and I know he's giving it everything he's got. I sat next to Dave Stewart two nights ago for the MLB draft lottery. He was on my left. Um, he was trying to pull that one-one for Oakland. They haven't had a first. I haven't had a one-one pick since 1965, mm-hmm. and it was Rick Monday. Wow! Um, <laughs> but Brad Paisley came over to say hello, um, and I think he knew he. The math was mathing for Brad. He said, "Stewart, hey, aren't you involved in the baseball?" And Dave's like, "Hey, I am. We've got a groundswell. I don't think they're blowing horns because they don't want to blow horns." Yes, I think they're doing their due diligence. I think there's a groundswell. I do think there's traction. I actually believe they're moving some chains. David spoke to Brad as if something's going to happen here in the future. You know, I'm not going to say it's not 10 years away, uh, but it's not tomorrow. It's going to take time. Where are you going to play, right? Yeah. So it's going to take at least amount of time to build a stadium. But you have everything else there that every other city that has a major league baseball team has. You got a football team. You got the Predators. You got Music Row. You got inclusion. You got great community. You got the weather. It, I love the city. My wife gave me the side eye the last time. We sneak away to Nashville every now and then. We saw Vince and Amy sing the Christmas thing. And then I was at the ABCA last year. I was at the Gaylord. And I always go, like, hey, this is a pretty, pretty cool, cool place to live. I have the tendency to do that wherever I go on vacation. <laughs> um, and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But I love Nashville. And it's not just, I wouldn't go to Music Row every night, but I just, I like Nashville. I got some friends that have moved to Nashville and they live outside of Nashville. And for my, you know, for my lifestyle and what I like, everything that I want is there. Major League Baseball, the demographics you have, you have, you've shown the ability to carry a hockey team, the ability to carry a football team. Um, 
I just I know Dave Stewart, and I don't know if you ever knew of Dave Stewart as a pitcher. Oh yeah, um, probably fierce a competitor mm-hmm. in, in my in my playing time as there was. Dave had one of them stares like Nolan Ryan, where if he kept looking at you, he broke your eye contact. You looked away. He never looked away. You'd look away. And he's looking hard at this thing. He's got a place, I think, somewhere, and you know, he's got a place there that he's staying in. He's going home for the holidays, but he's coming back. He's working it. He believes in it. He wants to make it happen. I know. I knew it was real when Dombrowski joined up, and obviously the Phillies, you know, they, they got him over there. But there's people involved that aren't there just to hang out. There's people involved that are used to getting things done. So um, if I was a betting man, I'm not. But if I was, I would bet. I would bet on Nashville. And if Rob calls me, Manfred gives me a call, I'm going to give you guys two thumbs up. I'm so let's go, man. Get it done. Nashville. I want to ask you a couple of questions that, you know, it's it's because we're not a major league city. We don't get uh, baseball people like yourself on all that often. So there's a couple of questions I want to ask you about the game historically, because to be honest with you, sir, the they've changed the rules and the game feels different because they have. And I recognize that, that the game had to change, but there's a couple of things that are going on now that I just wonder about the future of the game. When I was a kid growing up and I'm in my forties now, sir, you know, you got to magic numbers in order to make Hall of Fame. You know, 300 wins, 5,000 strikeouts, things like that. But the games have changed so much that I'm not sure we're going to see another pitcher get to 300 wins. H- how do we determine greatness now with the changes in the games that are going to change the numbers of the game? Great question. No, it's a smart question. It's a, it's a really good question because the game has changed. The players that play it, I'm not so sure they've changed as much as the game's changed, which has made the players pivot. Yes, sir. Now, 300 wins, forget it. Nine inning wins, complete game in the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Haley's Comet. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we had a guy in Pittsburgh that threw two complete games in the World Series named Splash. I mean, go think of that. Yeah. The, the hard part for me, I, I'm just going to get this, this is the hill I'm, that I've always taken a stand for, and then we'll, we'll finish up your answer to questions. My challenge is I saw the game pivoting in different directions where, okay, okay, let's be honest. A bullpen game in the World Series, still uh, hard, hard for me to even watch. A bullpen game. Yeah. Uh, you don't have a starting pitcher. You got a $150 million payroll, and you don't have a, a starter for game four. Okay. Hard for me just to understand. I get it. And I'm in the game. Uh, a Cy Young winner, and I like the kid, Blake Snell. He's got two more Cy Youngs if he does complete games in the big leagues. Yes, sir. <laughs> How do you have two Cy Youngs <laughs> you've never done a complete game in the big leagues? But okay. We've taken the opportunity away from players and pitchers to be great because we try and leverage every little situation you know, in our favor. Um, Blake Snell was the pitcher that got yanked out of the ball game when he was shoving on the Dodgers. The only guy on the planet could have beat the Dodgers that game. As soon as he came out, the game got away from him. The Dodgers ended up taking the series. Very pivotal point from tipping point from my perspective. We need to allow people fail to be great. You know, your kids need to fall. They need to scrape their knee, bruise their elbow, whatever it is. Managers need to make bad decisions so they feel it. We've all learned through adversity, and I think we've tried to take that away in some cases. I don't don't think it's healthy for the game, and it's taken the greatness out of it in some degree. So to your point, how do we measure greatness? Well, they're trying to find ways. You know, we've got this new number called war, which designates a lot of things. 
Some guys like it. Some people don't like it. I was like going to say, sir, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what that is. I really don't. Like, and I've heard it explained, but I still don't really understand what, what the I word number. I can't explain it. I understand it, but I can't explain it. We'll look it up together. We'll figure it out <laughs> another time. Um, but each, if you have a number of one on your war, it means you're worth about $8 million in today's game. So if you're a three-war player, you're a $24 million player. It's nuts, but it's, it does make sense in some areas for the people that are running the game now. And that's the other thing. We've got younger owners, so we've yeah. got younger GMs because we've got younger. I'm a 66-year-old guy. I'm not going to go outside and yell at the clouds. I'm not going to be the grumpy old man. I've learned how to adapt, improvise, and, and, and do what I need to do to still be relevant and be impactful. I'm working in the Rocky system now, coaching up the minor league kids. And the minor league managers, so when they get there, we know how to play a game of baseball. We're just not hunting velocity. We're not chasing spin. Um, We're not just playing in small spaces. It's a community game. I tell our players all the time now, sometimes we got an eye problem. It's an iPad. It's an iPad. It's an iPhone. It's iTunes. Use the eyes you got that God put in your head. Let's play with those for a little bit and see what happens. So I guess I did sound like the old guy out there. Yeah. Have a, if you have a 12-year-old, I can relate to everything you just said. Just a little. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hurdle, is there any difference at all these days? And again, I'm from a different era of baseball. I was the last generation, uh, again, gentlemen here in, in these you know early to mid-40s, who, for me, a game between the San Diego Padres and the New York Yankees was weird because that's a National League team against an American League team, and that will only happen in very special occasions. Now that happens all the time. Is there any difference these days between the American League and the National League? Uh, There used to be much more of a significant difference. I played in both back in the day. The National League seemed to play... It was a more aggressive game. Um, they both played baseball. The DH changed everything back in the day. And with the American League having a DH, you got nine hitters. The National League, you had the pitchers. Some pitchers could hit. Some, even if they could hit, they couldn't hit. But some couldn't hit. More strategy. There's a manager that just got elected to the Hall of Fame, Jim Leland. We used to actually, we disagree 100% on this. He said he had, it was more of a challenge to manage in the American League with the DH on when to take your picture out than it was in the National League because certain times in the National League, you just had to take your picture out. If the spot was coming up and you're mm-hmm. losing, so he has a side to his argument, but overall I say, Jim, that don't work. I manage enough games where I have a DH in interleague play. It's not like a night off, but, man, you know, I waste a lot of time thinking about situations that aren't ever going to happen in that game because I'm used to thinking about them in the National League game. There's not as much difference now. The game has pretty much calibrated across um, the league. And you know something that a lot of people don't know? The players really enjoy playing those games, those old interleague games. Mm. They really do. Because they want, you know, before you hardly ever got to dip your toe in the other league. Yeah. If it's interleague, it was four teams for the five teams that are in the league. You know, and it was like a pop test. Playing three games, you don't see them again. Maybe they come to your place, maybe not. Now... Uh, with the balanced schedule, you get to see everybody. You want to see the stars. You want to you want to go to all the stadiums. So the players do enjoy it. I actually enjoyed it as a manager. But there's probably more parity between the leagues now than ever before. Clint Hurdle, you've teamed up with Matt Farrell for BatAround.com. Tell us about it. Yeah, you can go to the website. It's, let, it's leftbatteround.com. 
And what Matt and I have done, we were just in Nashville. We had a booth set up at the winter meetings. Uh, we had a booth last winter for the ABCA. Uh, we set up a hitting cage at the College World Series. We're out there for 11 days as well. We've gamified batting practice. Uh, for anybody that's got a, a young player, we've got six different rounds of games. It's on an app. You can put it on your phone. We combine our app with hit tracks and a hitting facility for the gamification to happen, the optics, the six rounds of games to play. Um, it's like top golf for baseball, mm. but you can play it in a small space. You know, you could put one in your basement. You can use it in a high school hitting cage. You can use it in a hitting facility. You can take it to a stadium. You can have a corporate event. You can have fantasy camp. But it takes the fundamentals of hitting and hitting strategy and turns them into a fun game with these mind-blowing optics that you can get on games now with the colors and some of the noise. Um, it's not like pinball, but the noise is a track. There's a crowd roar. You know, mm. there's people that you can hear them talking. Um, the rounds are a different test of hitting skills. The biggest thing is we're putting a bat in everybody's hand. You know, we're putting a bat in your sister's hand. We're putting a bat in your daughter's hand. If you want to have a family reunion, everybody's got a swing in them. We wanted to get kids swinging a bat again. And what we found out is by getting the kids to swing the bat, we had lines at the College World Series in Omaha that was taking 30 minutes for them to get a three-minute round of hitting. And they were waiting, and when they were done, they were getting back in line to do it again. Um, grandparents, <laughs> I know my dad's going to be 90. We're going to crank him up in a game, hopefully, <laughs> after the new year. Um, the fans love it. It gets them an opportunity to swing again. Everybody's got a good swing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that think they're still pretty good hitting coaches, right? Yeah. They can tell you how to hit. Well, yeah. this gives them a chance to go in there and hit. The biggest gift for me in all of this is through the prompts on the game when it comes up, we, we have six, six different rounds. Some of it's hitting the ball hard. Some of it's hitting the ball directionally. Some of it's performing an offensive fundamental. you got to move a runner. you got to throw a runner from third. That game's called lunchbox. You know, bring lunch pail. I mean, bring your lunch pail to, to work. Laser show is hitting it hard. Walk-off. You know what a walk-off win is, right? Mm-hmm. Now, some of the bases loaded, there's a run, bases loaded, and there's two outs, and you're up. Do you win or don't you? Um, it teaches them to get points. you got to hit the ball in certain areas. So it's not all about power. It's not all about leverage. It's about directional hitting, finding the barrel. And to speak to the point that we've, we've talked all around it, what you don't hear in the game of baseball much anymore is he has a feel to pitch or he has a feel to hit. Greg Maddox, truthfully, would have a mm. hard time probably getting into the game now. Once he got in, he'd make his own way, but the velocity's not there. There wasn't a ton of spin. He had some horizontal vertical movement. Crazy. But we're looking for bigger numbers. We're looking for shiny objects. And a lot of – hey, David Eckstein, you ever heard that name? Oh, yes, yeah. sir. He was a World Series MVP. Mm-hmm. Dave is one of our guys on our hitting legend council. Todd Helton's on the hitting legend council. Fred McGriff. David says, I wouldn't even get trapped in today's game. I couldn't even make a team. They, they look right over the top of my head. So what we've done is just watered it down back to its basic level. Let's go have some fun and let's hit – and the game teaches kids, or who anybody who picks up a bat, teaches them how to hit a ball and how to handle the barrel. Let's bat around. I love Dot it. Down. As a guy that coaches 12-year-olds 
you said you want to get their attention, turn it into a game. You have their attention. Game on. Um, that's great. Let'sBatAround.com is where you can go find what Clint was just discussing uh, and describing. That sounds like a whole lot of fun, and I am indeed going to check it out. Clint, we really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks Thank so you, much Thank for you. doing this. You're welcome. It's a lot of fun, guys. Have a good day. All right, you too. That is Clint Hurdle, former manager of the Colorado Rockies, former manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates, now is doing work, a scout work for the Colorado Rockies, as you just heard him, and uh, has also teamed up with Matt Farrell. Let's bataround.com. Go check it out. Uh, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to look mm-hmm. forward to that. We'll take a break. We're wide open the rest of the hour. If you want to get involved in the show, 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's a Bill King Show.
We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this year radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Good stuff from Clint Hurdle. Wow. Really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. I did that. as well. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. We are the McFarland Show, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Been another loaded show, man. It's been a fun week. It's been a fast week. Uh, interesting stuff for him on what he said about Nashville as a future home of the MLB. Said he was sitting next to Dave Stewart. Yeah, at an award show. Sure. What last night or the night before? Yeah, yeah. You know, my uh, I, I'll go ahead and, and and put this out there. You know, my my brother in law. Uh, sent me a text, and and my brother in law and I have a have a good relationship, but we don't talk you know all the time. So when he's asking me a question, that that's when I know something has you know penetrated to a certain level. He sent me a text message uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, I just I just want to just pull it up here very quickly. And it's not it's not a deep question. I just want to make sure I'm reading it verbatim. He says. And he lives down in uh, in the Atlanta area. And he says, how real is the Nashville Stars? That's what he texts me. How real is the Nashville Stars? And he texts me that because he was sitting at his home watching the MLB coverage of the winter meetings in Nashville where they were talking about this quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. And obviously from someone outside the market who has not been here, who does not know, he Figured he asked, you know, his brother-in-law who works in sports media and regular news media, how real is the Nashville Stars? And so I gave him a call and we, and we talked about it quite a bit, and, you know, and, and hashed it all out. But, you know, the, the best answer I could give him is the Nashville Stars are as real as, first of all, the expansion announcement. That's first and foremost because there is no expansion until there's an announcement. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the starting gun. And number two... The Nashville Stars are as real as the checkbook that will be able to finance them. Because until there is a owner that is in place that we can talk about or Well, they do have an owner in place. John Lohr is the owner. How much? But I, I don't know. And see, we keep coming back to the yeah. same place, though, Darren. Well, I mean, it's, but it's he, about- is, he is the person who's put all this together. That's all I can tell you. Planet. But, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Does we he, don't know his net worth. Does he have the scratch uh, yeah. in order to make this happen? Well, the answer is no, because the last time I talked to Dave Stewart, he said they're trying to raise $5 billion. All right, then. So. Right? Because okay. that's what he said. That's their number for gotcha. paying for a stadium. Yeah. Franchi- uh, an expansion fee. Expansion fees and all that. All that stuff. So, how real are the Nashville Stars? They're as real as uh, the, the, the money behind them. And that's the part we don't know. 
We do, we know that the organization is real. We know that the people that they have put together on their staff are very real. These are not pie in the sky people. No, these are real people. Dave Stewart is a real deal. Dave Stewart Dave ain't Stewart. some ain't some guy Mm-mm. off the street. Yeah, Dave Stewart is a, is a big time baseball player, and so are the other people on the staff. Alberto Gonzalez is a former Attorney General mm-hmm. of the United States of America, and I've talked to him too. Okay, these are not these people are not jokes. These people are are not you know uh, snake oil salesmen. Now there aren't billionaires either, and and that's the the real trick with this. Mm-hmm. Um, fair, well said, and that's that's I mean it's the same stuff we've been saying. Sure, are are they real? Yes, yes, they're real. But how real is all this? Well, we don't know. I mean, we we don't know because. To my knowledge, that we've been told that they're trying to secure land over close to TSU or on TSU's campus. We've been told that, well, I guess I should say I've been told because I've had these conversations with these folks. I don't know. No, I don't know no, what conversations well, you well, had. Well, with them. we've been we as a, as a I've news, talked to as Dave a news organization when he was been, here. We've been told that they want to put the stadium over there next to TSU in the plot of land next to the Cumberland River mm-hmm. off of Ed Temple. That that was that was the the last word that we had. Mm-hmm. There was a solid plan to their, put it over there. Their plan is not to ask the city for any money. That is the plan. They're going to build their own stadium with yes. a retractable roof. Which is, if that is the case, that is the right thing to do, in my opinion. It's going to take a hundred percent, a lot of money. Do it, do it right. Sure, do it right because you know what? We didn't do it right. With the football stadium. We did it on the cheap. With the original, you mean. Okay. With the current stadium. With Nissan. With Nissan. With LP, Adelphia. Yeah. Okay. We didn't do it right. We went on the cheap. Okay. And it served its purpose. And thank goodness. Mm-hmm. They're going to, they were forced to, thank goodness, because they were going to make the wrong decision and try to renovate, which would have been the wrong decision. Stop putting lipstick on the pig. Tear it down. And do it right. And that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. Thank goodness. But they they claim that they they want to build a retractable roof. They want to do it over. And they're going to fund all this. And they're going to pay for it all. They're going to pay for the expansion fee. It's a big project. That's great. Mm-hmm. But again, there's all these people they bring in. Famous people that sure. want to be associated sure. with the Nashville Stars. And that's all great. Sure. But when you get down to it, what you said, Justin, how much scratch do they have? How much do they have? We don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know how much scratch they have. No. So are they real? Yeah, they hired Dave Dombrowski to come in here and lead the charge. Another serious guy. He was real. Serious guy. He's he's so real. He's the general manager of the Phillies. Serious guy. Okay? That's well, I, real. I, I am not, and I want to be fair, I am not questioning the credentials of the Nashville Stars uh, people involved with them. Who just won the World Series? The Texas Rangers, The Texas right? Rangers, yes. And I honestly, I thought it was going to be Philadelphia and Texas. I did. And Philly yeah. was just in it last year. Yes, they were. In the World Series. Yes, they were. Dave Dombrowski is their general manager. Yeah. Okay? It's pretty clear to know. He knows baseball. They had guys like Tony La Russa involved. And so. You think Tony La Russa knows a couple of things about baseball or well, people connected with baseball? That, that's another one. I shouldn't have, definitely shouldn't have left him out because he's been a part of this whole ride, too. When you're bringing it. When you have people, Tony La Russa and Dave Stewart and Dave Dombrowski, a part of your group. Those folks will have forgotten more about baseball than we'll ever know. It's you know. okay, and if they are signing up to be a part of it, in what capacity it's irrelevant. Yeah, 
if they've signed if up to be a part of it. If they're putting their name associated with if it. If they're putting their names, then it's got to be real. Yeah. There's got to be something to it. They're not just, you know what I mean? They're not just doing a favor. No. To John Lohr and Alberto Gonzalez, okay? They're not doing it as a favor because they're Facebook friends. <laughs> that's not how that's worked. No. They didn't Facebook message them, them and say, hey, could you could you be a part of our group so it yeah. looks good? No, that's not how that went down. So we don't know. And, and now here's another. Go ahead. I want here's another, and I don't know yes, if you sir. guys talked about this on Fox 17. You know there is a story out there because, like you said, MLB Network has been covering it well. Nashville, since it's here, a lot of stuff has been brought up. You know that Jerry Reinsdorf was spotted coming out of Freddie O'Connell's office. Have you heard about all I've, that? I've heard a rumor about that. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't. You know, I haven't looked into it. You know, I, haven't. I don't think there were TV cameras there. So you're right. Maybe we don't have. The video proof, I don't know. But let me just say this. Let me give you my my two cents on that. Mm-hmm. Jerry Reinsdorf is not moving a team out of Chicago. Okay? Is he having troubles right now? Yes. Mm-hmm. He wants a new stadium. Well, and it's it's very clear that it's not going it's not going to his liking. Real quick, Darren. Yeah. yeah. They didn't do the stadium right. The first time in correct. the early 90s yes. when I was there yeah. as a kid in I mean, Chicago. 91? 91, you are correct, sir. They didn't do the stadium right the first time or the second time in their case. That's the second They've stadium. They've renovated it. They, well, they had to because it was so bad the first time. But anyway, you can continue on. I just want to throw that out there that they didn't do it right the first time. I don't, I don't think the league is going to let Jerry Reinsdorf, nor do I think he wants to leave the second biggest market in the country. Third. Third, sorry. Yeah. New York, LA, then Chicago. That's Third correct. biggest market in the country. Okay. I, I don't I just don't think I believe that he is if this is true, I believe he wanted this out there. Okay. Possibly. I, th- I think it's for the purposes of, you know, getting people's attention in Chicago, the right people in Chicago, their attention. True? Yes. Because I mean that that's But this is what he did last time. And people don't remember the last time the way he got the current stadium built is he threatened to move the team to St. Petersburg. And you have to remember this is Major League Baseball in the late 80s, early 90s. There are no Tampa Bay Rays at that right. point, there are no Florida Marlins at well, that point. Well, if you remember, they built that stadium with no team. The Tropicana Dome, the one that they're in now, yeah. that desperately needs to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. we all know that. We don't need to go. Yeah. But they built that with nothing. Yeah. They just, they built it to say, hey, come on here. Yeah. Come on down here in Florida. Look what we've got for you. When they negotiated what became New Comiskey Park or Guaranteed Rate Field or whatever they call it now, they were threatening to move the team to St. Petersburg. And that is how they kind of twisted the city's arm in order to try to get the financing secured to build the current stadium. So it's not a surprise that he would dangle or do whatever he's doing, the games that he's playing with the city of Chicago, whatever's going on up there. Yeah. Um, Let's take a quick break. Jay, if you can hang, we'll come back and get to you on the other side. Our phone number is 615-844-5600. More of the McFarland Show next. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. 
In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager, only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager, only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This yeah. is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. <laughs> the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Thursday Night Football tonight, Steelers and Patriots. Yes. I think I'll tune into Predators hosting the Lightning. That's Patriots-Steelers. Yikes. Been rough. 615-844-5600 is our phone line. Let's go to Jay. Jay, what's up? What's up, guys? Y'all doing all right today? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, not breaking any news here or anything, but uh, just by virtue of some personal relationships, I met with the uh, ownership group uh, or the proposed ownership group several years ago, three years ago, and uh, had the pleasure of sitting with Dave Dombrowski for about two hours. And uh, my first time, you know, with him, and man, just blown away. Yeah, he's Clearly sharp. The guy's sharp dude. Yep. 
speak, you know, volumes, but the guy is just so baseball savvy. And, and as good as he is in the game, he is, as, he is equally as good of a dude. Um, and I would just say, you know, if he's involved and if he's even talking about it or thinking about it or looking at it, I think it gives it, some, you know, certainly some clout, some credibility. Um, that dude is absolutely, you know, just a baseball genius. Okay, so tell us this, Jay. You're obviously a baseball fan for you to do that. What are your thoughts as a baseball fan and someone who lives here? What are your thoughts on this subject that won't go away and for good reason? Because, you know, there there are legs to it and it's it's real, but it doesn't change. The story hasn't changed, right? The storyline hasn't changed, really. So yeah, what do you sure. think? Um, well, I, I'd say this. I mean, just just as somebody who grew up here, born and raised, been here for 47 years, it seems like um, anything that Nashville touches turns to gold. So, I mean, I think if you're an outsider, if you're looking in and you're looking at, at opportunities, I mean, you'd be crazy not to, to have Nashville on the short list. And that obviously includes, um, you know, a baseball, a, a baseball group trying to get in here. Now, all the ins and outs of, of Major League Baseball and the, the politics of that, man, I, that's so far beyond me, but just I feel like uh, the city can support it. I mean, yeah, we're a football state, a football town, but, uh, but man, hardball played well and, and done well. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that, it, that this city can support it. But, uh, man, I just, I just wonder if they're just a hair too early. you got the stadium with the, you know, with the Titans, and you got all the, the energy around that. Well, that's tough to compete with. But, uh, but man, I, I know the people involved, and, and I know um, at their heart, they're baseball people and their love for this town. And, uh, you know, these, these are newcomers. You talk about the Gonzaleses and the, the Lores, and these people have come to Nashville because they said, man, this is a place we want to live, like so many people. And, um, and they want to bring their love for ball here. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to welcome the hell out of that. Jay, really appreciate the phone call. Thank, Thank you, Jay. You. Don't be a stranger, man. Thank yeah, you, sir. Guys. Yeah, that was really good stuff. Yeah. Look, you know, for people who say that it won't – I remember – let's say let's go back mm -hmm. justin 15 years ago 15 to 20 years in that window okay all right used to take calls all the time no secret big baseball fan you know doing the show with george and willie big baseball fan so we talked a lot of baseball with nick the stick hunter sure. very, very popular Rest in this peace, market yes sir um we talked baseball a lot yeah george's big braves fan sure so People would naturally, you know, they'd ask me, so do you think baseball would work, Major League Baseball would work here? And I said, is my, is, this is the most painful answer I can I can give you, but I I vowed to, to speak the truth, at least what I believe to be the truth, and from the heart, okay? I, I, I don't believe it's the, do I want baseball in Nashville? Yes. But is this market ready to support it? I do not believe it's ready to support it. Remember, this is 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. I had no idea uh, that Nashville was going to turn into yeah, what okay. it turned there into. We are. So today, yeah. when I hear people say, ah, you know, Nashville is not, it's not just not ready. No, that's baloney. <laughs> Think about how different this market is compared to mm, when I was boy. telling you 15, 20 years ago when that window, when people will come up to me and say, do you think baseball would work in Nashville? And I'd be like, yeah. Probably just we're just not there yet. We're not there. That's my honest answer. As much as it hurts me to say it, we're not there. We're just yeah. I don't. I don't think we could support eighty-one games. 
81 home games mm-hmm. in a season. Mm-hmm. We're just not there. And I do believe that was the right answer then. Today? In 2003? Today? Yeah, 2004, Give yes. me a break that people say, ah, uh, you know, is it, it needs to be another, you know, 10, 15 years. Baloney. Baloney. Oh, certainly Today, not. Certainly not. It could be supported. Today? Yeah. Right now? Next season? Could this city, could this market support it? Yes, in my opinion. Yeah. No, we could. And, and not just, and here, here's the biggest difference, Darren, between Nashville of 2003, 2004, and the Nashville of 2023 and 2024 as we head into that. And uh, th- the difference is this. It's not just the city core. Nashville is not a big city. That's really not the core of, you know, granted, more people live in the city of Nashville than anywhere else. You live in Rutherford County, sir. I do. Most of the people driving around and listening to us right now probably don't live here. Nashville doesn't have a traffic problem. I do the traffic every morning. All right, listen. And, and this is what I, I say don't? when I say No, no, we don't. Here's the problem. I know where you're going with this. If only the people who lived in Nashville used the roads, then the roads would be fine. Yeah. So the city of Nashville itself doesn't have a traffic issue. It's the problem is everyone else who has to come through the city who live in the other surrounding counties also use the roads in the city of Nashville. And that together creates the traffic problem. It is Hendersonville and Gallatin and uh, Millersville and uh, Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Laverne, Franklin, Columbia, Spring Hill, those communities, Dixon, Clarksville, everybody else, those are the communities that have really blossomed and grown over the last uh, few years that has really made the city to the point to where, Darren, I believe Major League Baseball could really make some hay is not building the stadium here in Nashville at all. It's building the stadium out in either either Rutherford County or... Or in Williamson County, just to be honest with you, there's plenty of land out there right off the interstate, uh, easy access for folks to come in and out of town. That's the move I would make personally, just me looking around. Clearly, I know that people want to be in the city for the entertainment value. I understand that. I'm just saying that those are the kind of areas now, the suburbs are now getting so big to where they can support pro sports, much like Atlanta. The ballpark in Atlanta is right off I-75. It is not downtown. It is off of I-75, Truist Park there, or whatever we're calling it mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. I think that was, we know, a, a big trend back in the day, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, right? To build uh, the park downtown. Out. No, out. No, uh, out, out, okay. Right? Pontiac, Silverdome. Oh, you mean like that, okay. Uh, Auburn Hills, yeah. Palace, yeah. Uh, Cleveland, yeah. Uh, the old, where the cat, Richfield Coliseum Richfield was out Coliseum. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere. And I think everybody has since moved back down. I think with the dynamic of downtown, I understand what you're saying. I think the dynamic of downtown just only enhances everything. Uh, I I think it would be really tough to go out in the burbs. I I think it would be really, really tough. Mm. While I understand what you're saying, it makes a ton of sense. Mm. I think it would be hard. Hard to get it out. I mean, I I look at areas like where they've got the, the Nissan headquarters out there in Cool Springs. Off of I-65 in that area there, right off, right off of Franklin. I just, you know, again, there's a lot of different options out there, um, but it's it's an interesting conversation to to, to have, and and I just wonder where's the stadium is going to go and how much is going to cost. Well, if uh, they're not going to ask the city for it, it doesn't matter if that's truly how they, you know, if that ends up being the case. Remember, that's yeah. if this is an expansion and it's awarded to that group. Yeah. 
We yeah, we act, that's the other part. We act like you know it's just theirs. It, yeah. Well, it's not. Yeah, someone no, can come in and outbid them. Yeah. All right, we'll come back and we will wrap up the show next. Hmm. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and the state. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cut. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four, and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio. Great show. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenny the Mailman called in earlier. He sent us books. 
He did. He sent me a book for Christmas with a really, really nice note about the Cleveland Browns. Mm. He sent you a book. Yeah. Big game coming up this weekend. Annual tilt in Philadelphia. Uh, Army versus Navy, written by John Feinstein. Mm, that's a that is a wow. That's so, a fantastic book. Looking forward to this. Uh, of course, uh, we know that's a. Uh, uh, one of the big, biggest and best football rivalries around, uh, but it's a rivalry with with some soul, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, two um, two uh, fighting forces that um, have a lot to do with each other and a lot to do with our country, and so uh, it'll be interesting to to peel this back here. More so. points in the Army Navy game on Saturday, or more points tonight, Patriots Steelers. <sighs> Patriot. Mm. Yeah, pa- <laughs> Patriot Steelers. I'm just gonna go ahead. And, I, you know, you know what? Army Navy's had some. Well, they've had some coaching changes uh, with their organizations recently. Yep. So, but I don't. It doesn't seem like a whole lot has changed as far as them scoring points. It seems like you know. Listen, there's only so much you can do with the kind of folks who are with them, and thank goodness they are. Thank you for your service. However, they are. Limited offensively, so I'm still I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Patriots, Steelers, Steelers. Patriots, yeah, with more points. Mitch Trubisky, yep, whatever. <laughs> I told uh, Kenny when he was on with us, Leroy Horde tomorrow on the show, former Browns running back. Yes, he's doing radio down in Miami. He's gonna talk to us about the Dolphins, the opponent for the Titans on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. All right, that's gonna do it for our show today. Fantastic. Appreciate all the participation. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock to close out the week. Don't forget, Bill Keen will get things started at 6, followed by Greg and John from 9 until 11. We shall see you then. Sports Radio. This is the Zach Gelb Show. Here's your host, Zach Gelb. It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio, hour number three of our radio program. I need to, like, go get a massage or I need to go do, like, uh, a little yoga or some deep breathing exercises. I am still fired up from the last segment that we just did where, like, there's sometimes you just give a take and, like, you're slamming someone and, you know, it is what it is. It's part of the job. And, yeah, you're annoyed by it. But it doesn't, like, affect the way that you feel and affect the rest of your day. This article by Ty Dunn with Sean McDermott and exposing Sean McDermott just, oh, makes me furious. And, you know, I just went off on it for 20 minutes. And Sean McDermott, 
if you missed it, is like the biggest moron on the planet these days. I have never gone from liking and supporting a coach more and then doing a 180 as quick as I've done on uh, Sean McDermott because the fact that at one training camp, he thought it was a good idea. And if you're just getting into the car, it's like almost as if you're, like, you're not even going to believe what the words that are going to come out of my mouth. That he thought it was a good idea to basically use the terrorists of 9-11 and their communication skills to attack our country and how he wanted to show a message of communication to his team using that as the example. I said it 9,000 times in the last segment. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard a human being use as an example. And I just had this feeling in my body right now where, like, I am just angry, like really angry and annoyed with how sensitive of a topic that is and even as sensitive a topic as it is to him, because we just played you the audio, like he had a friend die in 9-11. And he would just use that as an example to show a message to your team? Oh, it makes me sick. It really does. Uh, but we'll try to move on here. Nicole Auerbach's going to join us coming up in about 18 minutes from now. College football insider for The Athletic. Also uh, works for NBC Sports. Uh, so we'll chat some uh, college football happenings with her. 